What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Sip the juice, I got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk and then taught to Hulk New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. Make money in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Get strong on the island, recoup and lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop stack up. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt the clout. You know what I'm about. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show Podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you for taking time out of your day to listen to the latest episode of the show. Today's show, we will be recapping University of Virginia versus North Carolina and football. This is the offensive recap. We doing, we splitting it up, man. We giving, we focusing on both sides of the ball, and then we'll include, you know, special teams with each if we have to. But uh, before we kick off the analysis of the offense. Um, we got to salute the sponsors. Shout out to Able Insurance. If you need home, business, auto, or life insurance, holler at the good people at Able Insurance. Just go to ableinsurance.net. They've been servicing the state of Virginia for well over 20 years. Billy and Charlene White, definitely families, family of the show. And also, go to manscaped.com, man. Manscaped, yeah. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family Jews. So you guys get haircuts, well, you may got to go down south and trim that up. With their new Lawnmower 3.0, it's their third-generation trimmer featuring a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Yo, the battery lasts over 90 minutes, and it is waterproof, people. It's waterproof, and it'll make sure that you won't get any nicks down there. So what I need you to do to get 20% off and free shipping, use the code The Ballhawk Show at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use code The Ballhawk Show. Your balls will thank you. So let's jump right into it. I know y'all like, what? Yeah, I'm telling you that Manscaped work good, bro. Take care of you. So we got to recap UVA versus UNC that took place last night, 8 p.m. at Scott Stadium. Had the pleasure of being in the building, my first game live this year. Shout out to uh, the Wahoos, man, for getting it done. Um, beat the 15th ranked North Carolina Tar Heels by a score of 44 to 41. You could tell I'm trying to not tell you everything that could be in a defensive podcast <laughs> episode. That's why I'm like, okay, should I say that? Should I say this? But we're going to jump right into it, man. We're still going to keep the same energy. We're going to get with the analytics first. We're just going to do the offensive side of the ball, and then we'll do the defensive side of the analytics and the other podcast. I like to split them up because some folks just want to tune in to listen to one side. You know, you got the folks who want to critique a nine, then you got the folks who want to critique uh, defense and secondary. So, hey, why not just split them up to give you the best of both worlds? So um, let's jump into the stats. UVA as an offense, right? They had 28 first downs, 15 rushing, nine passing, four V of penalty. Net rushing yards, UVA had 210 rushing yards. And with that being said, I forgot to play our theme music for the day. It's it's amazing I talked about running because that's exactly the theme song I'm going to play today with 21 Savage and 
Metro Boom. It's called running because that's what we did yesterday versus the Tall Hills defense. 210 yards rushing on 51 attempts. Let's, we got to get our mind right. Turn it up. 2016, we was running around, beat Bop your head. I know she around for the money, but act like she loyal. I don't feel the love. I'm so rich, get bored. My way let them Billy goes have it. It's hard because she spent the five. My they cost me a dub. All my got BBLs. All my got blood. I ain't with the rap beef, Draco, pedophile. All my arts get touched. Yeah, we ain't never ran our phone, no bar, but we still be hopping our cuss. Cut your speakers up. Cut your speakers up. Running, running, running. I leave by my cars. Running, running. Running, That's what running, we was doing yesterday. Running, running. All my arms be running, 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 running. running. Wipe his nose, it was running, 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 running. That's it. I ain't trying to get YouTube and all these other platforms to try to hit me with a copyright because I'm playing, you know, music. But. Yeah, man, we had to set the set the tone because I just looked at the rushing yards. I was like, that's right. I didn't even play the day on music. But UVA, 51 rushing attempts. So we always say, yo, coach, and nah, that's that's let the big the big uglies get low and nasty. Let them, let them control the line of scrimmage. So the, the 51 attempts was much needed. Definitely like what I saw yesterday right there. And we get into the breakdown after I give you the numbers. Uh, net yards passing, 200 and eight yards passing, we averaged 17 yards a completion. Say that to you one more time. We averaged 17. You remember the Wake Forest game when we was giving up 17 yards a completion? Well, we we averaged 17 yards a completion. Three passing touchdowns. Total offense, we have 418 yards of total offense on 73 plays. We had five penalties. Um, what else we need to talk about? Time of possession. Time of possession. WINA. Cavalier Countdown. My man Ty Lewis talked about time of possession. Got to keep North Carolina's offense off the field. It's like they listen because, you know, the first quarter we only had the ball five minutes. We still outscored them 13 to 10 in the first quarter, even though we only had the ball five minutes, right? But then we had the ball 8.53 in the second, 8.36 in the third, and a whopping 11 minutes and 58 seconds. Because we needed it in that fourth quarter. We needed to keep the ball because they started rolling. I mean, they started rolling. So the time possession was 34-34 for us, 25-26 for them. Uh, we were three. We were just three of 11 on third downs. But we were four of four on fourth downs, and we were five of five on red zone scores and chances. We were four of five, four red zone visits. I mean, five red zone visits, four touchdowns, and then we had the one field goal. Delaney missed the field, missed the extra point. Everybody was like, "Yo, what, what's going on with him?" But he hit the field goal that we needed. God dang it, he hit the one we needed. That's the way to be clutch for us, Delaney. You know. I mean, you had only missed, what, two field goals coming to the game? Yeah. So it's amazing how, you know, 
how what's happening currently can can have folks forgetting that he hit what 15 to 16 before that and then he just missed one versus Wake Forest and he missed one versus Miami and everybody's like oh pull him get him out of there ball hawk we need we need we need to pull him he's struggling but hey he got back on track so shout out to him individual uh Shane Simpson eight rushes 70 yards average 8.8 yards a carry uh, had a longer 29 I thought this was the best game in which Shane demonstrated um, decisiveness. He wasn't giving you a lot of quick feet in the hole. He wasn't trying to dance. He ran violent. Um, he was he was he was just phenomenal at running the ball, man. Like th- this is the guy that everybody was excited about. Uh, Brennan Armstrong, twenty carries, uh, ninety three yards gained, but he lost twenty seven yards uh, due to sacks. So he had sixty six rushing yards, one touchdown, and that knocked his average down to three point three yards. But we 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 saw BA get busy. Uh Keaton Thompson, 10 carries, 43 yards, had a 14-yard long. He had one touchdown, average 4.3 yards a carry. Wayne Tyler Papa is the definition of a bell cow. He didn't get the sexy, flashy, break for for long type of runs, but we're gonna get into the quick film session. And this this week, I'm not gonna go through every play, but I'm gonna go through plays I felt like are important. But I couldn't cut them up like I wanted to. So it, it might be some lulls of me. Hopefully I don't ramble, but I'm going to try to just get to the plays I felt like were that jumped out to me and were pivotal plays. But the play that jumped out to me the most from Wayne, but without even waiting to the film session, because I might overlook it, was that fourth down run in which when he got the ball, he got met in the backfield by number nine, the safety for, for UNC. And he just ran through him. Because it was supposed to have been a tackle for a loss. He ran through little buddy, and he ended up getting three yards for the first down. But that won't show up in the stat sheet. And, and some more slash shots. I love his grit, and his grit, man. Love that kid. Um, uh, Billy Kemp had one carry for four yards. We look at passing. Brendan Armstrong was 12 or 22. He, had, he made one mistake. That was the first play of the fourth quarter on a rollout. It was a, a quick out to Billy. And the linebacker did a hell of a job of getting there, too. A hell of a job. It was a, it was a little behind Billy. Um, and that's the one throw I think he he, he will want to take back. But, again, I, I tip my hat when a, defense, when a player truly makes a play. Instead of saying, you know, our guy should have did this and that, I'm going to just say, yo, that was a great play by 44 from UNC. Hell of a play because that was the same type of play that uh, Chad Surratt was trying to make when we threw the dump pass to uh, Shane Simpson. And I'm going to discuss that in the film session portion because this was a beautiful play design and we caught them. We finally caught a defense when they tried to blitz. We hit the call. Usually defense has been hitting the call versus us, but we finally hit a call, and we're going to break that down in the film session. You know what? We're going to go ahead and get this film session started. Don't tell me I got the, I got the defensive film loaded up. I done pump fake myself. Let me get this offensive film booted up for y'all. Hopefully, you know, I try to paint pictures for y'all so you can better see the type of offensive game plan that Coach and I called man and um coach and I did this thing I'm not going to say he called a great game because I think great the word great is thrown around just a little too much he he called a very good game he called a he called a very good game and we executed the game plan good 
I felt like we could have executed some plays better. And I thought some athletes made individual plays that helped everything look better than what it was. But because I, you know, you you gotta if, if somebody is if you say somebody called a great game plan, it was damn near perfect in my opinion. So I'm not gonna jump out of there and say, you know, we called a great game and we and we played great. Thought we played good. Like the game plan was very good. We played good. We did what we were supposed to do. Um, so yeah, man. So here we go. I got I got it loaded up. I was somebody had tweeted me. Um, so we come out the first series. So. The main thing was, you know, you defer. They score quick against our defense again. Um, you know, just like the what fourth straight game? Did Clemson score quick versus our defense? Anyway, we so the the, the main thing is okay. Our defense gave up points. Offense, we got to start fast. That's been a mantra. You know, we started it versus Miami. Let, let's score fast. We wait until the second possession versus Wake Forest. To, to answer them. So we come out first play, um, looking to throw the ball. We get the ball to Billy Kemp in space. He makes a great catch and run for a nice 17-yard gain. Um, I like the decision-making for, for Armstrong going through his progression. We, we sent Polgen across the formation to see how they would react to him. Um, we got Billy sold up, um, soloed up from the slot, and uh, Brennan did a great job of getting out of the pocket and threatening the defense with his legs, causing the backer to come up, the defensive back to kind of peak, that allowed Billy to slip slip up the field and get a nice catch and run. The second play of the game, we get back to the essence of it by running our quarterback. Um, I, I, I think this, this might have been a – no, well, I think it was like a two-man run. No, I see what it was. So we was running sale, we were running smash concept at the top. Uh, Keaton was running a, a corner route. And Jana identified that it was man-to-man. So what he did was try to influence, hit the corner to maintain eyes on him so he couldn't slump off for the corner route behind him. And Brendan got a little bit of pressure. It was a little bit of shaky as far as guys opening up. And he did what we want him to do, trust your instincts. He, you know, tucked the ball and got us four yards. And that's what I think has been the biggest difference from the NC State game to the like into the Miami game and this game for, for Brendan. And on the NC State game, it was like he was trying to show people he could throw from the pocket. You know, the Clemson game, he was very decisive, and he was just tucking in and running. NC State game, he tried to just throw it, even though NC State showed him a zone. And I think now Brennan is at the standpoint to where he's going to press the line of scrimmage if he see linebackers dropping. He's going to see if he can create a better window for himself. Um, the next play, we end up running. We end up using Keaton as a decoy. We use a swing route type of uh, feel. And it's like a quarterback lead with Tyler Pop up the middle. Brendan makes a great individual effort of breaking the tackle in the back backfield. Gets a three-yard gain. So let's go ahead and fast forward up some more. I want to talk y'all head off and, and slow this thing down. I just want to get to the plays that I felt were very important. I did like this little quick motion in with Keaton going on the center and the quarterback sneak third and three. Um, we got two yards in fourth and one. We went forward um, being aggressive. Wayne just getting tough yards again, man, because he's met. He's met in the backfield again. Four hits Wayne in the backfield from off the edge. You know, they trigger him off the edge just with the play design. That's an unblocked man. Um, Young kid trying to make a play. He has quarterback to running back. He saw that Brendan went straight back and handed it off to Tyler Papa, so he fires off the edge. Um, Offensive line does a good job of getting a push. 
Um, they try to crash in. Glazier Jr., you know, he sees him and he mat- he watches him, meaning he takes the lineman where he wants to go and then mashes into uh, Ranksmeyer, the other guard. So he gets pinned. You can see Grant trying to look somebody up and Ford was already past him. So this was just Wayne individual effort. This is that running on the beach, ran right through him. Like, come here, little buddy. Take this knee to your face. That's what he did. Fop! Take that knee to your face. And he, and he gets, that's individual effort right there. Individual effort, you know, a great play call to be aggressive and go for it. Um, I like the play design with Keaton again with the with the zoom motion coming beside Brennan, and he gets a little off-tackle lead for a nice 14-yard gain. Again, using our athletes uh, with Lavelle Davis Jr. not being available. You saw Keaton basically starting that receiver, so defenses had to respect him. Um, I, I think the Miami game really has defenses kind of off balance with Keaton because he showed he can catch the ball. Like when he ran a legit comeback route and caught the ball, now defenses won't just look at him as a gimmick. So when he is motioning, you're going to cause the eyes of the defense to shift. You're going to cause them to maybe check their stunts, check their formations. and, and I mean, not their formations, but coverage. So you're getting you're gaining a reaction. So we're using that to our advantage and and salute to him for just being prepared to play various positions and things of that nature. Um, That's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of different meetings. He has to go to receiver meetings, running back meetings, quarterback meetings. He has to meet with so many different personnel to make sure he's up to par. Um, Coach and I continues to utilize both quarterbacks with motions. You can see North Carolina kind of shifting their strength to the boundary and we're attacked to the field with a quarterback power, get a nice, Six-yard gain, and it's still the first drive, man. I just want to go over the first drive because I like how it responded. Uh, we come out with a pass play. We got Henry iso to the top of the field, to the wide side of the field. He runs a nice little speed out. Um, he just doesn't finish. He just doesn't. He catches the ball. He doesn't look it in, and it's a drop. Uh, but very good route. He's a very good route runner. The thing with Henry, you got to get on the jugs, man. You just got to finish. You got to work on finishing consistently because you did catch a touchdown pass this game. But, you know, as we got late into the game, and I don't think I'll get down to that drive. Um, just in case I don't, um, if he catches that sail route where we threw the ball on second and one, we put the game away versus settling for a field goal on a nine-minute nine drive. And that's another thing of finishing. But, hey, you got to crawl before you walk. You got to crawl before you walk in every aspect. And we continue to run the ball. Tyler Popper with another nice five-yard gain that our offensive line does a great job of getting the push. A free guy pops late because he was unaccounted for. Tyler Papa takes us for a ride. Um, and right here, you know, we go trips to the field. We have Billy Kemp in the backfield with Simpson. We motion him out. Trips to the field. We try to run a little flood action like we ran versus, uh, what was it? It was versus Wake Forest. We ran the flood action. And we ran against Miami as well. Uh, Brendan doesn't force anything. Offensive line does a good job of protecting Chas Rat comes on a delayed blitz. We we can't really bump down because he times it up well. Simpson, and I know it's delayed because Simpson doesn't even see him. Simpson goes to the field and then he releases. So this is on Chas Rat doing a, a very good job of being delayed and allowing things to develop before he triggers. And then you have Brendan doing what he do. I mean, you got a top flight linebacker in Chas Rat, who I think is one of the better linebackers, not only in our conference, but in the country. And he's one-on-one with him. And he hits him with the UTEP step. Makes a miss. And he uses his speed. 
It's not Bryce Burke, not Bryce Perkins speed, but it's still threatening speed. So, you know, Brendan has a 23-yard rushing touchdown on the first possession because he's decisive. First read's not there, use your legs. This is what we want for Brendan Armstrong. This is what we wanted from Bryce. First read not there, use your legs because it will open things up later. And that's a great that that so when you see an individual play like that, that will cause us as fans to say, oh, coach, now nah, you did a great job in play calling. But like I always say, an offensive coordinator or a coach can call a great blitz or a great coverage or a great run play, a great pass play. But players have to execute as well. And a lot of times when a player don't execute, we'll blame the coach and say it's a bad call. But when you look at, when you had the opportunity, and I'm blessed with the opportunity to look at cut-ups, you get a better picture. And that's why I always try to share with you guys in my podcast, try to take a step further to say, yeah, we're going to blame the coach and it's warranted. But it, we also got to hold players accountable because players have to execute. Like, you can know a play is coming. You can scout a team all you want, but you have to execute and stop it. They have a good play. They have a good defensive call, right? They cover us up. Nobody's open. You call a stunt. It, it, it frees up like you want it. Surratt times it up well, like you teach it, like you want it. So now, our offensive line picks up their stunt like you want it. But they beat us with a chess match, a chess move with a delay stunt. So defensively, if you're in their, in their meeting, they're saying everything was perfect. Secondary guys, we covered up perfect. Defense alignment, your stunt was well. You executed your stunt well. Chaz, you timed it up well. But now they're telling him, you got to finish, right? You got to finish. And then we're telling Brennan, attaboy. We're giving him an attaboy. Way to use your legs. Way to make a play. Way to be a football player, not a robot. This is a football play because if, if, if Brendan was just, and I'm still on this play and I know I'm lingering. If Brendan is just being a football or uh, being a robot, he just runs straight. See, I'm looking at the end zone copy from behind. He would just run straight up the field and just settle for the, like just settle. This is first and 10. He would just settle. Oh, is it first and 10? Yeah, it's first and 10. No, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it was first and 10, but he made a play and he scored. So next possession, I don't think I'm going to go through every possession. Yeah, I'm not going to go through this series. I'm going to see if I find something that I, that I like. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I got to go with this. So first play of the game. Oh, this is ironic that it happened like this. So the first play of the second possession, right, we come out in the full house. Full house is three back. So we got Simpson. So we're in that diamond full house look. Pistol. Uh, you got Armstrong in the shotgun. You got Simpson to the left. Tyler Papa to the right. You got Billy Kemp in the backfield. I love this look because you have to respect Every threat in the backfield right now. That means you're telling the defense, you just can't react to us. You got to read now. So what we do is we snap the ball. We give it like a trap look to where both backs are in, both backs are crossing the face of the mic. We put the ball in the belly of Simpson. It causes the end to crash down. It causes 44 to hold his water. It causes the safety number two to hold his water. We got Billy Kemp who has everybody outflanked. Now we have the threat of Brendan Armstrong in his legs. He holds 44. He presses the line of scrimmage. He throws to Billy Kemp. Our two receivers do a great job with downfield blocking. We get a nice four-yard game. Basically, that's just, it's just a toss. It's just a toss. It's just a fancy way of running a toss. It's a short passing game, which it, since it's behind the line of scrimmage, it's a rush. But what you're doing is you're causing the defense to have to just read now. 
Now we're showing them a different look. It's a lot of window dressing. So we use that play, right? So the ball's in the boundary now. Now we got Simpson and Sterling in the backfield. Simpson, Sterling in the backfield. We got a receiver and a running back, right? So now we got Sterling going to the field, Simpson to the boundary. I love this play. You know why I love this play? Because we finally catch a defense doing what we do when we get caught. They run a smoke. They run a cornerback blitz from the boundary. And, and the thing that I love about it is that Simpson's pointing at, Simpson's alerting that he's coming. He alerts to Brennan. He's saying alert, alert, alert. So when he said that, Brennan looked immediately to him. He looked immediately to Billy. So what does this do? When he looked immediately to Billy, the fact that they're triggering, it becomes a natural pick for real now. Because if that corner's there and it runs up some type of short zone, this play is killed. Uh, only, only person we had was Sterling to the field. But since Simpson alerted to Armstrong that a trigger was coming, meaning the boundary corner was blitzing, Armstrong knew he had a two-on-two. Either Billy Kemp was going to beat the safety or Billy was going to give enough, uh, t- take the attention of Chaz Surratt that much, which he does because Chaz doesn't just bust out of there. He's trailing Simpson. So 15 triggers, it's a great ball by B.A. It's a great ball by B.A. because he throws him up the field. He doesn't throw it to his back shoulder or to his chest. He throws it to his backfield and he puts some juice on it. Surratt took a flat angle and he had to take a flat angle because Billy came over top of him. He had to go under Billy. And that's what you want. It's a natural pick without picking. You, you say, hey, receiver, go to the depth of the upfield shoulder of the linebacker, make him go underneath you. And this was a this was a great play call. And this was just a guy just outrunning the backside pursuit. It's a great play. We finally hit a call. Finally hit a call. This was this was fun to watch on film because I was like, yo, we finally caught a defense. And I keep stressing that more and more. And this is versus a top flight linebacker again, Chad Surratt. He took a bad angle. You make you make a mistake, you're going to pay. Like Floyd Mayweather used to say, if you make a mistake, you're going to pay. He made a mistake of coming too flat. Brendan made him pay. Great catch by Simpson as well. Right at the kneecaps with some stank on it and stride. So uh, let me try to see if I can find is there anything. I did like the, the run play we did to Tyler Papa. In the, like the pistol set where we got Grant as the as the H back in the backfield with him. Anytime we get a ball to the Samoan slasher from the pistol set when he's right behind Brennan, he makes plays. Because if you get his shoulder, like his shoulders, he's great when his shoulder's square. And he usually gets his shoulder square quickly, even when he's coming with like inside zone type of uh, look. But when he's coming downhill, man, he makes a sudden move. Yeah, we got so Grant's pulling. So we got Olu snapping and pulling. We got Grant following. So it's basically like some type of belly action. You got two guys pulling, block down, block down, kick out by Olu. He's following Grant. Nice and ooh, nice spin move on the safety. Ooh, you grasping air, boy. 
pick your head up. Oh, that was nice. Some more. That was a nice spin move right there. So I like it when we have him in the pistol. I think this is the uh, drive where, yeah, this is the drive when Brendan on third down should have gave it to, um, should have gave it to the Samoan slasher, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because it's second, second and two right here. No, we got a first down right here. This is a nice run by Simpson on play 17. It was second and two. We motioned to Vars Kelly. That same type of belly action, but we don't we don't pull Olu this time. Matter of fact, Olu's not in the game. But we don't pull the center this time. We just block down. We bring Grant across the face like it's a trap action. Simpson does a great job. Ooh, another missed ta tackle by the safety. Hey, number nine on UNC, boy, you better pick your head up. Come on, youngin. Oh, no, that's not the... Oh, this is when... Oh, yeah, this is when B.A. made another play with his legs, 11-yard game. I really like our offensive line, man. They, they, they... So, what I've been seeing with our offensive line in past pro is that I always, and I'm not an offensive line, but I'm always a firm believer, like, when once a defensive lineman commits to a move, you violently take him to where he wants to go so the quarterback understands where the escape route is at. And a lot of times when these defensive linemen want to come underneath or they want to run the hump, meaning when they go outside, um, we violently run them that way. Like we And that's why I say wash them. Like, we, you get them out of there. So this was the series where... Keaton came in the backfield, got the handoff, and threw it to Simpson. It was a dime, too. It was an interference. The one thing I do want to say is this, and I think Keaton, he actually clears this up later in the game. Somebody pointed out to me on Twitter that uh, Keaton takes a glove off, and would that be an indicator that he's throwing the ball? And at first, I was like, yeah, that could be an indicator. And also, the players got to recognize that. And a lot of times, since he's playing receiver, I don't know if they'll pick up when he's putting his glove off on both hands or when he just have a glove on one hand. But what I will say as the game progressed, Keaton showed that he will be in the backfield handling the ball with two gloves on and with one glove on. So it's not a true indicator if he's going to throw it or not because he's gotten a direct snap and ran the ball with the glove off and with the glove on. So I guess you can say that if he has to – I mean, he's showing you he he will run a throw with the glove off. He hasn't shown that he will throw with the glove on. But either way, he going to run is what I'm saying. So you just got to respect him, period. Looking at some more plays, some more plays. That's a nice throw right there to Jana. That's a nice play design right here. Uh, we motion T – we got to reduce twins to the, to the boundary. We motion TK to the field. We give a look like we throwing a little – Flat route to him to the field. We got Jana, ISO. So what we do is we 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 identify as man to man. Jana does a good job of giving inside release and getting right back outside to run a quick out. Nice throw by Brennan. Nice eleven yard gain right there. So I'm liking the way how we're utilizing our motions to identify for zone man, uh, causing safeties to you know flip flop. You know if the safety to the field is back. When he comes down, is identifying us as man to man, so it's clearing the picture for for Brendan, so we he understands immediately what he's going to get. So that's why I like the different motions and, and resetting. Again, we use Tavares Kelly um, in a motion, and when we use him in a motion this time, both safeties stay too high, and we see number four 
bump out. So that's letting us know it's two man. Two man means it's man to man underneath and you got two free safeties playing over the top. So we see it's two man. We get in a four man rush. It's identified. We go to Pogen. 44 makes a good uh, a good play on that. It was a good ball. He made a good play of, of getting the ball out of Pogen right there. So it's third and 10. Window dressing, window dressing, empty set. We flip the tight end from one side to the other just to see how they respond. We see that it we so when we went from when we had so basically initially, and this is a touchdown pass to Henry. This is play 24. It's third and ten on their 18. We're in the red zone. We have three receivers to the boundary. Right? So Grant is with two receivers. So it's a it's a trips, tight end, two receivers to the outside. When we flip Grant and put him to the field, you see. you see their safety point to Grant that he's motioning to the field. And now B.A. can see that the the deep safety is trying to disguise as long as he can. He's trying to make it seem like he's playing free, but he really has Grant now. So if Grant would have stayed to the boundary, we would have ran some type of two-man route to the field, which we had, what do we have? Looks like we had, a goal with a dig to the field. So that so if we would have kept Grant to the boundary, we would have probably threw the ball to Billy Kemp coming on a dig route, and he had his guy beat. He was holding the hell out of him too. But when we motioned Grant to the field, you could tell we wanted to ISO Henry. We wanted to get – we mostly wanted to return the favor. So teams been killing us having slots versus our safeties. So we finally got a position in which we got an outside receiver and Henry in the slot versus a safety. Henry is one of our better route runners. The only thing with Henry is he has to just catch the ball better consistently. But he's one of our better route runners, and he's a speed guy. And Henry gets up on him and two-pieces him and leaves a biscuit with no honey because it was dry. He was left out. To, in other words, this boy was left out to dry. Touchdown. This was easy. This was a great route. It's a very, very, very good ball by, by B.A. because there's a free rusher in 12 coming. And he stands there and he throws a dime. I mean, he throws a dime. Low snap to to his right knee, so he has to bend down to get it. But with Grant's relocation from the right to the left, he already understands that it's one-on-one with the slot guy. He knows barbecue chicken. And if B.A. is throwing from right to the left, it's going to be a dime because he's left-handed. So his ball is going to naturally carry his... He's going to naturally throw guys open going from the right to the left. Similar to Bryce. Anytime Bryce was throwing a corner, I mean a post route, from the left to the right, he was a right-hander. He threw dimes. Now, don't get me wrong. Bryce threw dimes when guys were coming from the right to the left as well. Just look at his seats versus Virginia Tech. That's from the right to the left. But this was a dime right here. This is great play calling. This is understanding what teams do depending on the formation. I'm going to skip this drive because I think this was the drive in which it was – Third down, and we didn't hand them. Yeah, this is what happened. This drive, yeah, we got sacked. We ended up punting. So I'm, I'm gonna fast forward some, fast forward some. It's 20 to 20 right now. Play before the half. I like this second and 20. Ran a whole route with Jana. We got it. So finally, a defense plays prevent. 
And we export the prevent by doing what? Attacking the middle of the field. It's a great play by Jana. Great play call by Anai. Great execution and throw by Brendan Armstrong. They three is just a three man rush. Great ball by by uh, BA. It's a great ball right there. But we follow that up. What do we do? What do we do? He throws it away right here, which was smart. Second and ten. I think we throw it to Billy. It was called out of bounds. Yeah. And then third and ten. I think we get sacked. No. That was a false start, so it's third and 15. Yeah, we still get sacked, though. That was a great decision because nobody was – I mean, Janet was popping open, but it would have been a dicey throw because the safety saw it. And then Keaton popped open late. He may have been able to throw it to Keaton, but he was already looking at Jana. He was looking at Jana, and the safety did a good job of closing. So he had to pull it, and then the, the rush came. So, that, I mean, he had to eat that. But we get a muff punt, so we get the ball on their 20. Nice run by Simpson. Number nine is another tackle for UNC. Man, he had a rough night. I, mean, I think he still ended up having like 10 tackles, though. But he missed a lot. Simpson just ran through him. Hit the egg on Madden truck stick. It's that six-yard game right there. We got some window dressing, relocating Pogen from the field to the boundary. He's solo now on the line of scrimmage. I like this play design right here. So initially you have Pogen to the field, if, if I could paint this picture for you guys. So we got Pogen to the field on the line of scrimmage. You got Jenna in a tight slot. Then you got, uh, God, dog, I got 18 name. Anyway, 18, he know who I'm talking about. He on scholarship now. And then you got uh, Hayden. Then you got Tavares as the H-back. And you got Shane Simpson to the boundary as the running back beside B.A. So with the relocation of Posian and even Hayden Mitchell and Jana switch positions. So you're seeing all these guys pointing at everybody except for Tavares. They forget that Tavares was the H-back. Everybody's relocating. They're pointing at Hayden. They're pointing at Jana. They're pointing at Pogen. Nobody pointed at Tavares. He was wide open. So you got number four. So you got, they're trying to combo. So they com- what we do, what you call combo is inside out, first out, first in. You got the slot DB and the field corner. But you also have a safety. So they're playing like it's a diamond. But they forget that TK's in at the H back. So we got they got three guys checking two because nobody checked PK right here. Nobody checked. This was a brain fart. This is when you have the right play call. They have the right play call because they just bumped everything because it works out. It works out. 44 picks up Hayden Mitchell. Four, number four would have took Jana because Jana did a spot route. And then the corner could have bumped out and possibly picked it off, but everybody was glued on the two receivers because everybody forgot that TK was still there as an ace back. And TK made a hell of a catch and run for 13 yards, almost scores his first collegiate touchdown. We get to the red zone, give it to KT, off, off tackle, touchdown. I love the play design right there. I now cause confusion. I like that play design. And this was another one. We got trips to the boundary. 
motion, short motion to Billy Kemp. We got like, we're going to flip it to him, but we throw a quick pitch to Shane. And if it wasn't from Surratt coming from the backside, hauling hind parts, this would have been a big game because this was a nice block by Grant. Nice block by Stutter and the receiver coming down. I see Swoboda trying to get out there and get some work. But Surratt just make a great individual play from the boundary. If he doesn't come from the boundary, I mean, he hauls tail. He's on the weak side. He hauls tail to get Shane. That would have been a big game. That's a nice play call right there. Salute to Anah, man. You're on your back. Salute to you. We get a uh, defensive holding right here. Nice route by Billy Kemp. Billy Kemp runs some damn good routes, boy. I like him a lot. Running quarterback power. Get three yards. See if we get to another good play design to discuss. Let's get to another one. People, get to another one. Uh-oh, here we go. Quarterback draw. We don't do it out of empty, though. We do it out of three receiver. The reason you could tell is the quarter, the reason I could tell, always tell is not just him pulling it because receivers do a great job of selling the route. But I can always tell it's a quarterback draw by the running back because Tyler Papa is going out looking up guys once he breaks the line of scrimmage. That's how I always know it's a quarterback draw. But the receivers do a great job of selling it because Sterling's doing Sterling hauling tail up the scene. You got Henry doing a good job of holding the release of the corner and running a, a nice little hammer route. Billy's fighting like he's trying to get open. Pogen's fighting like he's trying to get open. This is this is guys executing right here. As much as it's a great play call, this is everybody executing. Offensive line doing a great job of executing, understanding what they're trying to influence. Glazier doing a great job of maintaining contact with the with the tackle that comes into his gap. So if he wants to go inside, Glazier makes sure he stays inside. Swoboda makes sure that Defensive end stays outside like he want that outside pass rush. He wash him outside, keep him out there. Opens it up. Great play, great play design. And this is actually the third quarter. This is the first drive of the third quarter, too. So this is important that we're going over this because anytime we defer, we've been trash can juice. Our first series coming out a half. Try to get a deposition right there, incomplete. Second and 10. Posion does a good job of. Getting inside of Surratt, that's the threat of the defense. You can't allow the tight end across your face. 6-7, nice throw. Way to finish, Pogen. Way to finish. Way to finish because this is a dime, another dime. So you got 44, the backer coming from the field, trying to close the window. Pogen does a good job of staying wide, but Brandon anticipates him and throws him to where he wants him to go. He doesn't wait to see Pogen's numbers. As soon as Pogen's swim moves, He's letting it go. He's trusting that he's going to win. It's a great throw and catch. Great route, too. Way to be violent on your swim move. We put Keaton at quarterback. Quarterback draw. Mr. Herky Jerky running himself. That boy calls him crazy legs. So when he's at quarterback right here, he has one glove on. So I guess that's giving the illusion that, hey, he may throw the ball. So this, I, I do like this look that he's doing this regardless because it's going to sell – Tell you that he's throwing the ball. And I do like that we show that he can still make certain type of throws. So the fact that he threw it to Simpson early in the game, you have to respect that he'll throw the ball. The glove's not on again. He's at quarterback. He runs the ball. Good tackle by the safety on number nine. Number nine, that's a good tackle right there, UNC. If a UNC fan listen to him and know him. 
that's a good tackle. If you missed that tackle. It, oh, if that was Bryce Perkins, he jumping over you. He would have hurdled you. Like, yeah, Bryce would have hurdled you. That would have been a straight hurdle because you dipped your shoulder quick. But you got him down. That was a violent hit, too, on the thigh board. That's why I want our safeties to do a violent thigh board. When I get into the defensive segment, I'm going to have a talk with, with, with our safeties. Yes, we finally ran Zen Mesh. Oh, man, we finally ran it, and it worked. So let me tell you guys what Mesh means. Shout out to my man Chris Saber because he loves Mesh routes. So we got two, two tight ends set, no backs. Right, so we got three receivers, two tight ends, two receivers to the field off the line of scrimmage. You got Billy Kemp, Tavares Kelly in the slot. You got Grant as the tight end to the field. I mean, to the field and to the boundary. You have Pojan as the tight end on the line of scrimmage. Janet as the Z off the ball, because that's considered it would. I, I well, he could be the the S. It don't matter. It depends on what office you're in. So Zen motion is a short end motion. So we call it Zen. Some people call it Zoom. So he, he comes in, he bumps. So what, what it does is it ends up being a tight, right? So it's like a tight split. And versus man-to-man, you could get the DB in trail. So we run a mesh concept, meaning we're running two shallow crossers that's going to cause defenders to make a decision. Either you're going to pass it off if it's zone, or if it's man, you got you got to, you got to, trail on different levels so you won't bump into each other not only do we run mesh because they run a man-to-man but we catch them triggering not only the field nickel but also the safety so they got two guys blitzing and here comes Jana, where they vacated now i wish brendan would have thrown it earlier but i do see what so brendan threw it to Jana's back shoulder right he tossed it to him he didn't put it on him he tossed it to his back. That's an indication that somebody's to the field. Now, I wish Janet would have caught this and got straight up the field. Because Brendan threw him to... Brendan threw him where the the vacation, the, the the vacant area was at. A lot of times, quarterbacks, if they throw it on your back shoulder and you cross... If you're running the mesh route, right? If they lead you, they're telling you somebody's trailing you or that's where you can come out the back door. If they put it on your back shoulder, they're telling you, yo, you're about to get hit in the face and you may need to turn and run that way i'll give you an example versus clemson billy kent ran a mesh route brendan put it on his back back shoulder he was going from right to left he threw it to and hit billy in the left shoulder which was his back shoulder and doing that it was a safety coming downhill that if he would have led billy he would get hit in the mouth but when he threw it to billy's back shoulder and billy trusted the location and put his foot in the ground and went up the field from his back from his left so he Turn to his left versus turning to his right. The fact that he turned to his left not only minimized the collision versus safety, but it allowed Billy to actually break that tackle and gain five, six additional yards. Right here, I wish Jana would have ran with the momentum of the ball. The ball slowed him down for him to turn and turn for his. So he, when he caught the ball, he turned on his left field shoulder, just like Billy did versus Clemson. Now, if he goes straight up the field and you can't see what I'm seeing, I'm trying to explain to you. It's a corner to the outside of him on the numbers. If he turns to his left and continues to run up his left field shoulder, over his left field shoulder, it's going to, he, he could have basically ran back to the middle of the field and probably would have gained the first down. I don't know if he would have scored. First is just a catch 
and tackle. And I'm pretty sure in the receivers meeting, Coach Hagens is saying, hey, Jana, where did you catch the ball? What shoulder? And he would have been like, my left shoulder. And he would be like, okay, use it. Use the location of the ball to propel you to your path. Next play, we got a short motion, and then we get the interference call to Pogen in the end zone. Then we try to run the quarterback power. Number nine does a good job of filling. Good tackle on Brennan. Then we run our little T formation. We got three backs in three backs in the backfield, hand in the dirt, under center, give it to Tyler Popper. Offensive line, man, y'all got low and nasty this game, brothers. Y'all got low and nasty. I love it. But we came out and scored in the first possession of the third quarter. Nice pass to Billy Kent right there. Let me let me fast forward some. I just want to get, you know, you got to get coaching nice flowers, man. Like we we always hard on them and, and call them out when folks feel like he was trash can juice. You got to give him his flowers. You got to get off his line, they flowers. They doing their job. I know it was some sacks, but they held their own. It was just covers things, and and Brendan made a decision to not do anything dumb. I want to get the Pogens touchdown. Yeah, this is Pogens touchdown right here. So we send Simpson. Oh, see, another great play design right here. We send Simpson in motion. We take 44 out. We got two receivers to the boundary. We identified that the safety, the high safety is on the back, on, on the weak side hash. So he's playing over the top. And we catch him. Pogen does a great job of selling. Hit, oh, he stemmed the hell out this safety. He attacked his outfield, outside shoulder, got him the crossover. Bink, bink, inside, touchdown. Oh, yeah. And I told y'all in the pregame, and, and not the pregame, but my preview podcast, those safeties stand flat-footed. You could get them flat-footed. I didn't feel like they were the best cover guys, and I felt like they were undisciplined back there. And Pojan hit it with the bing-bing. That's a great stem right here, Pojan. This is awesome. This is what you do. You know you have a bang eight or a scene route. You widen out the safety. And with him widening out the safety, Brendan is eyeballing him wide, so that causes Surratt to overplay because he's spying Brendan, and then Pojan bangs it all the way back. And that's why I call it a bang route because you bang it in there. That was dope. Shout out to Pojan, man. Shout out to the transfers. Good Lord. That's Shane Simpson, transfer. Henry, transfer. Pojan, transfer. It's the night of the transfers. Not transformers, but the transfers. Um, and then I just want to get to the. I do want to get to. Uh, so the first play of the fourth quarter was an interception. We know that. The nine play drive. Just get, look, the nine play drive was just want to, understanding that the Florida game, understanding that their offense has been scoring very fast. Our defense, uh, a secondary, is struggling. Um, they're picking up our, our our blisses. So as an offense, we gotta be our, we gotta help our defense. Offensive line, kudos to y'all. And I'm 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 gonna end it like that. I I'm not gonna go through any more plays. We almost been an hour. I'm gonna wrap this up. Offensively, y'all did the damn thing. Offensive line, Coach Two J, salute. 
you boys got low and nasty. And the reason the reason why I'm so happy for you guys is that I love the fact, and y'all, you know, I'm a George George Wells disciple, bro. We ran the ball, and I'm a former receiver, but still, we ran the ball 51 times. That's a stabs in line of scrimmage. That's a stabs in an identity. That's not saying, hey, we can't throw the ball, but that's understanding, like, you know what? We bullying y'all. We beating y'all up. You have a nine-minute drive, that's demoralizing. That's why I said I didn't want to allow UNC to run the ball. Allowing somebody to run the ball on you is demoralizing. You can't get off the field. Going back to that fourth down play with Wayne, it was just like the punt, the fake punt. That was individual because they hit the call. Nine comes down unblocked because he's an unaccounted for defender. Safeties are unaccounted for. That's why we always get on safeties that miss tackles because you're unaccounted for. They're not picking you up in the blocking scheme when you time it up right. He came down unmolested. Nobody touched him. Him and Wayne, one-on-one, Wayne showing you that he's strong, strong, ran through him. Look at it on film. He runs through him. Nobody touches him. Nobody butty. Nobody butty. He run through him. Damn, man. See, this is that's the type of stuff right there that ain't going to come up in the stat sheet for Wayne. Fourth and two, you get hit in the backfield and you gain four yards, basically, because you had to get two and you were two yards in the backfield. I'm embellishing now. He was, like, he was at the line of scrimmage. I'm embellishing. My fault. I ain't going to embellish. But salute, man. Salute to Nah for holding the only complaint I got. The only complaint I got. If we trust you on second and one and you throw the ball receivers, Henry, you got to look out for your coordinator because everybody going to crucify him for throwing it on second and one. And you got everybody. We got the matchup we wanted again. We got you matched up on one of the flat-footed safeties who just be staring at Medusa. You just got to finish. And I know you lost your footing, but you got to, hey, man, short, choppy steps. So it was still a good ball from Brendan. We ended up, you know, getting three. We didn't want three right there because it made it too close. But we we catch that. That's a touchdown. You He won't go tackle you. It was a great – that was another great play call, but that's going to be looked down upon because it wasn't executed, right? A lot of times we dictate if somebody called a good or bad game depending on the result until you you have the access to really look at it full-fledged, HD, no filter, no hassle backing them talking. That's why I always say a lot of times I don't just say, hey, we were out-coached or hey, somebody called a bad game plan because you got to execute too. Like they knew we was going to run the ball. They knew we was going to run the ball. Fourth and two, they running the ball. Are they saying that Carolina coaches was out coaching that fourth down? If they do, they're just being lazy. Wayne ran through one of their defenders. Make plays. Finish. That's the key thing we did better is we finish drives with seven. We finish plays. Individual efforts. Sometimes the individual has to be better. I don't care how many five stars you got on your defense compared to our offense. The one thing that a five star rating will never, ever, ever identify and measure and include in their rating is heart and hustle. Wayne Tyler Pop is not a five star running back, but that's a five star effort to get a first down. 
Our linemen aren't five stars, but that's a five-star dog mentality they show on that nine-minute drive. So the next time somebody give you what so-and-so is rated, how many stars is this, how many stars is that, I need y'all to create a star rating for heart and hustle. Can you do that? Because last I checked, them Carolina boys got a lot of four and five stars, and we don't. And this senior class undefeated versus them. Never lost. Ever. That says a lot. So salute to Coach and I in the offense, man. Salute to the offensive line. Salute to Brendan Armstrong. Salute to Keaton Thompson for just being prepared to do any and everything that's called for him versus pouting and say, I ain't the starter. I ain't doing this. I ain't no receiver. I ain't no running back. I'm a quarterback. Salute to that. Way to fight, fellas. Way to fight. That's all I got for y'all for the offensive recap, man. Appreciate you for always taking time out today. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawks show podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you can. It helps with the visibility. And also, go to anchor.fm, search the Ball Hawks show podcast, hit the support button. For just 99 cents a month, you can be added to my weekly, not weekly, my monthly giveaways. I gave away a Ball Hawk Show hoodie and giving away a Ball Hawk Show shirt. So shout out to Blaine. Shout out to Richard. Richard, get in touch with me, man. I'm, I already got in, in touch with, with Schiff. He going to get his 3X Ball Hawk Show hoodie. I need to get in touch with Richard so he can get his Ball Hawk Show shirt. Definitely, definitely let me know what your size is so I can get you your shirt, sir. So, yeah, man. If you want to support, man, just hit the support button. Ninety nine cent, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Each month, you include it, and I definitely appreciate you, man. Because you know, this I'm an independent. Shout out to my sponsors, Abra Insurance, and shout out to Manscaped, man. Go to manscaped.com for twenty percent off, free shipping and handling. I'll just enter in the promo code, the Ball Hawk Show. Also, Brighton Smile. Go to brightonsmile.com. B R Y T N Smile.com. Enter in the promo code the ball hawk for 25% off on their product, man. Whiten up your teeth, man, so you can smile. Bling! I got y'all. I'm out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.